0: All right, so um, that's funny, because I'm going to start, so like the the thing that I read this week from Rabbi Hammer was about, about this verse, about these verses, um, and how um, it's used in the, in the, in the, in the Haggadah, right,
1: uh, let me, hold on, let me pull it here real quick, and, um,
0: And, and it's really cool, you know, it's like they come to the land, and, and there's no, there was no, um, I mean, we're, we use this for Pesach, right? But this is actually in celebration of first fruits, right? As of the first things that, that Hashem is giving us that year. And it could be done anytime, I guess, from Sukkot, uh, I mean, from, from Shavuot all the way to Sukkot. And anytime in between those, those two times, you can bring your first fruits. And, um, and, but there was no, like, there's no holiday, you know, like for it, like, like, I mean, we do celebrate some kind of first fruits things on, on Shavuot and, and maybe on Pesach, but it's not necessarily like this, like this is more, um, thanking Hashem exactly for these fruits that you're bringing. And, um, and the sages didn't, the sages didn't want to lose um, the, I guess, I guess the meaning or or how this 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 act like the, what happened. So they they kind of they kind of wrote down some things. So um, here's here's um, some something that the sages um, remembered and and wrote down or or gave to us to to read. How were the first fruits brought up to Jerusalem? Early in the morning, the leader of the group would say. Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. They were led by an ox with horns covered with gold and an olive wreath on its head. The flute was played before them. When they were close to Jerusalem, they sent a messenger to announce their coming and displayed their offering. Representatives of the temple went out to meet them. They would be greeted in accord with the sides of their group. The artisans of Jerusalem of would greet them, saying, Brothers of such and such a place, We welcome you with delight. The flute would be played before them as they proceeded to the Temple Mount. When they reached the Temple Mount, each would place the basket on his shoulder, even if he were King King Agrippa, and walk to the Temple Court. There the Levites would sing, I extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and not let my enemies rejoice over me. In Psalms 30, verse 2, with the basket still on his shoulder, he would recite the entire passage beginning, I acknowledge this day before the Lord your God. That's in Bikarim um, 3, verse 2, 2, 4, and 6. Then there's some more um, in the Midrash. That I have entered the land that the Lord swore to our forefathers to assign us. This including, this including pros- th- thus including proselytes who bring their first fruits and also make this declaration since to Abraham it was said for I make you the father of multitude of a multitude of nations Genesis 17 verse 6 he was the father of all who entered under the wings of the presence of God and Abraham was was promised that his progeny would inherit the land You see this procession. It was it was a bigger deal than uh, than it seemed like in the Torah, and, and I don't know. It's, it's kind of really cool visual, you know, to think of people playing flutes and they're, and they're all pr- proceeding up to the te- temple, and you know, and then they say, then they then they recite this, you know, each each man or each you know leader of each group or whatever, whatever however they're you're know, going to do it, you know. So it's kind of um, really neat and um and and i like also how the sages brought in that it, it's the proselytes are all also part of it even if they weren't um born born a jew they were still you know, going to do this they were still claiming that they are their sons or daughters of Abraham. you know and they are still part of the, the nation and they're still being blessed by hashem yeah. um that's really really cool And,
1: and then there's one
0: thing more from, um,
1: there's one more
0: interesting thing about, um, about how Rabbi Hammer and he, when he went into the, to land, you know, he, he said, "You know, he didn't he didn't bring first fruits and things like that, but he still had like a similar experience of, of when he got to come into the land, you know, and just experience that, um, that idea and and how it's like, um, like a, like a, like a redemption type of thing." Um, but then I also wanted to comment about um, something completely separate um, I wanted to comment a little bit about, um, I guess being, um, discouraged, you know, sometimes we're discouraged, um, in our day-to-day walk or day-to-day, um, dealings or, or work or school or whatever, whatever you're doing, you have, you have problems, right? And we, we get discouraged and, um, and it's hard, you know, life is hard, um, but you know, we you know look at these things, and we look at something like this, where you know we have these first fruits that Hashem gives to us, you know. Um, and if we look, we will see them, you know. Any little thing. I mean, for us, we actually have a garden, and we did we do have like first fruits that we get to pull out of the garden. And to, to and the kids were all very excited. Oh, the first cucumber that came out of the garden, yeah. And it is really cool. Actually, the very first thing that that came out this year was a little tiny tomato. And I think it fell off or something. The kids are out there playing. And, um, but we put it, we grabbed it, we put it in the fridge. And I don't think, I don't know if we ever ate it, but we, you know, but that was the first thing, right? But that was the first fruits. We know Hashem came and blessed us with this one little tomato in the beginning. And, um, but, but, you know, as we, you know, so that can be an an encouragement. But I also want to tell others, that um, we need to encourage one another, because sometimes we don't know when the other person's being discouraged. We're not, you know, they might be good at, at at smiling and acting like everything's great, so we have to, like, encourage one another, even if, even if we don't see any signs, you know, so I want to encourage all you. I want to tell you that we appreciate you for coming here um, um, every week, or showing up online every week, and um, it's a blessing. It keeps us going, because If people didn't come, if, if our members didn't show up, we would feel more and more discouraged you know so I want to say that we appreciate you thank you, thank you for um, doing doing whatever you can for bringing your children here um, and just and and for and for sharing the, the things that you're learning and, and I, want, I don't want you to be be discouraged. I want to encourage you to continue on continue. Um, doing work. We appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you too, Mama, for all the stuff that you do too, do for us. And, and all the people online, we appreciate you, even though we don't get to see you every week. Um, in person, we still appreciate your, your attendance and, and your input online and other things that you, you share with us. So that's my, my little talk that I wanted to give. And then we will continue on with the next Torah reader.
2: Can I add something? Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, it was interesting. Is uh, you know, Hashem uh, re- reading a lot You know, d- during the time of the year? Uh, people talk about Tikkun Alam, which is repairing a world. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting that uh, one of the first things that Hashem talks about, about when we re enter the land. Uh, you know, Hashem has a long memory, mm-hmm. and uh, we can we can think back uh, to the first uh, bringing of a uh, produce. You know, was uh, Adam Rashon's son Cain, and Hashem, I believe, could have been remembering. You know, he he had good intent, and it got twisted along the way. He's saying, look. I remember the uh, the gift that Cain brought, and if you're going to do that, here's the proper way you know um, you know I'm sure there there was an instruction uh, that existed during Cain's time Cain's time that maybe that because uh, we progressed in a in a way that we don't hear as Shem you know. Uh, you know, directly like they did, but um, you know, as a loving father, he shows us, look, so so that you don't do this, you know, um, here's the correct way. It just shows his his loving mercy as a father.
1: hmm mm-hmm. All right. Let's call up Yahmud Rafael bin Lafuma. Hebrew. I don't know the like. hmm? I don't know like.
3: <laughs> When you will finish tithing every tithe of your produce in the third year, the year of the tithe, you shall give to the Levite, to the proselyte, to the orphan, and to the widow. And they shall eat in your cities and be satisfied. Then you shall say before Hashem your God, I have removed the holy things from the house, and I have also given it to the Levite, given it to the Levite, to the proselyte, to the orphan, and to the widow, according to your entire commandment that you have commanded me. I have not transgressed any of your commandments, and I have not forgotten. I have not eaten of it in my intense mourning. I did not consume it in a state of impurity. And I did not give of it for the needs of the dead. I have hearkened to the voice of Hashem, my God, I have acted according to everything you commanded me. Gaze upon from gaze down from your holy abode, from the heavens and bless your people Israel, and the ground that you gave us, as you swore to our forefathers, a land flowing
4: with milk and honey. This day. <laughs>
1: Land flowing with milk and
0: honey um, I'll add another thing to the to the first part there you know in the in the Haggadah in the Pesach Haggadah it, it says I, I don't know four or five verses I can't remember but it leaves off like the last verse which is going into the land because you know when you're where you're celebrating Pesach you're you're celebrating the, the the leaving of the leaving of Egypt. You know you're leaving Egypt, but um, but this you know bringing your first fruits. You're you're um, you're celebrating like that you have entered the land that Hashem has given us. So um, I guess that's one of the reasons why they leave it out of the Pesach. it's kind of like nice. it's nice to read it like you know full. Cool things that you can see the the, the culmination, the end of it. Yeah, all right, let's see. Uh, Does anybody else have any comments
5: for this section? Yeah, I have a comment. Um, So I think sometimes it's hard to understand when you just read it, but um, basically, there were three different tithes that were required by Torah. There was the There's a Levitical tithe, that's the first tithe, and that went to the the Levitical priesthood um, for the purpose of um, the temple services. And that tithe is what Christians preach today to go to the church, but Jews do not collect that tithe because it would be a a violation of the commandment because it's supposed to go to the Levites and it's supposed to go towards the um, temple services. There's another tithe, and... It's the second and the third tithe. And the second tithe was, give, was given every first year, second year, fourth year, and fifth year. So there, there's no third and there's no sixth. And then there's no seventh, of course, because of shmita, where there was no harvesting and therefore no tithing. And this second tithe um, was, uh, was given for... huh? No, no, okay. not this one. Well, no, not this one. The second tithe was to go up to the temple, and and um so, just, just and used and used for, used for the hagim, yeah, for for food and basically um what's it called? Rambam says that it's for food only, for what you want to eat during the hagim. Um, specifically when you're supposed to travel, you know, of course, to the temple. That is also not required right now because there's no temple. There's no temple services that you're supposed to bring an offering. Um, but then there's a the third tithe and the third tithe. Okay, hold on. One more thing about the but second tithe.
0: that still now, Without the temple?
5: Sure. Says, I mean, you can, you can do anything. You can do anything you want. If you you, you live- can still give these three tithes in some way. But it's just not, it's not mandatory according to Torah and according to, Ju- to Judaism. So, so the second tithe is um, if, they, if people didn't have enough money or they just were not capable of going towards the temple, they could take the second tithe and they could use it where they live to celebrate the festivals. And then there's a third tithe with, which only happened the third and sixth year. And that went to the poor and to the Levite um, so that they they could celebrate um, during the Hagim, also, the festivals. Um, So the tithe that Jews do today is more like Abraham's tithe, which is not any of the tithes commanded in this, you know, exactly in the Torah, but it's the tithe that just acknowledges that Hashem has given us everything, you know, that we have. And that we should give him part of it. And this goes to, you know, your local synagogue, this goes to um, various um, organizations that you believe are doing charitable work. Um, it's not supposed to be used for, you know, just just yourself. It's supposed to be used to further Hashem's Hashem's work. And this is the tithe that, that Jews give today. It's more like a voluntary tithe instead of the commanded tithes. Also, um, I believe it's Rambam. He says that the tithe... Oh, no, excuse me. Not the tithe. This is, this is the first fruits. Never mind. Um, okay, and it also talks about how you're not supposed to give this, the second tithe, um, while you're mourning, while you're mourning, while you're unclean, or to the dead. And the reason why... Well, it's the reason why some the sages believe that you shouldn't give it the second tithe while you're mourning is because... Um, it's it's from the, when Nadav and Avihu, when they were struck down, um, their father, Forgot the, I forgot his name. Aharon. Right, it was Aharon, right. Aharon, Aharon, he said, when things like these happen to me, if I had eaten a sin offering today, would it have been good in the sight of the Lord? And the answer is no. So it's saying that when you give something to Hashem, you should be joyful in your heart. Because if you're mourning, that means you know, like you're kind of giving grudgingly, you're like, "Oh Hashem, I'm mad at you," but here, here's what you want, you know, and it, like kind of upset. Um, also, it's supposed you're supposed to give the tithe while while you're clean, because it says, "I'm I have not gi- I have not removed any of it while I was unclean." And this this makes me think of you know, very recently, there were five red heifers that landed in Israel. And the red heifers are needed in order to do anything in the temple. No one can do anything in the temple unless they are first cleaned by the ashes of the red heifer. And um, interestingly enough, the red heifers, I don't i don't think all of them came from Texas, but some of them came from Texas. And we went to um, we went to a, a meeting one day where they were explaining about it. And some, of, some rabbis were supposed to go there too. And they were working with the, these rabbis were working with the Temple Institute. Um, but there, but there, there was, a, of course, some Christian pastors there. And the Christian, Christian pastor gave his testimony. I don't remember the whole testimony, but he was saying how, for some reason, he got in touch with, with these rabbis that were in connection with the Temple Institute. And the rabbis approached him saying that they want his help basically in looking for a red heifer. I think they approached him because he's from Texas and Texas is known for cattle. So, you know, if they're going to find a red heifer, the the chances are very highly likely that they would find one in Texas because we produce so much cattle. And so they started tagging, not tagging, but not not physically tagging, because then that would make them disqualified to be a red heifer for the temple services but they just started he told the farmers in the area you know we're looking for a red heifer if you want your if you want to contribute to this cause you know if you see a potential red heifer and he told them you know what the qualifications are do not tag them um, to make sure that they can qualify and then they had to watch them um you know for some time to see if they would continue to be qualified or if they would at some point be disqualified for some reason. So the fact that we're in, you know, when the red heifers were sent to Israel recently, this is another step closer to, you know, the answer to our prayers of, you know, may the temple be rebuilt soon in our, in, in our days. And a lot of Christians are like, oh, this is terrible, this is terrible, this is going to be, you know, antichrist, whatever, because of some negative prophecies that are in, in the Bible. But there's also a lot of positive prophecies about the temple being rebuilt um, in the Bible. Like, you know, Zechariah 14, all nations are gonna go up, right? And offer sacrifices. Um, And the people that don't go up to Jerusalem at some point in the future, they will receive no rain, it says. So we need the third temple for these prophecies in Zechariah to, um, to be accomplished. And some people say, oh, you know, those are conditional prophecies. Those aren't gonna happen anymore. There's no such thing as a conditional prophecy. If it's, it was conditional, that means God's word is void, and you can void whatever thing you like in there. Even in the in the Torah, when on Mount Ebal, when God said, "You know, these are the blessings if you obey; you obey, and these are the bless these are the curses if you disobey." It wasn't really either or. That word "if" key, it could be translated as "when." When you obey, this will happen. When you when you disobey, this will happen. And we've seen in history. That all the curses have already happened, will there will one day be a time when all the blessings will also happen? That's the that's what we're looking towards. We're looking towards the messianic era, you know, as, as Jews and messianic Jews and you know, messianic believers. We're looking towards the messianic era, and that's the fulfillment of um, of the blessings in the Torah.
0: Yeah, I read an article about the red heifer, uh, the the, the rancher. Who, who was breeding red heifers? But I'll try to post that. It talked about how um, he's a Christian, but he was very interested in that prophecy. I guess that rabbi that you were saying talked to this one rancher, and and he was very excited about it. He was learning and studying studying it, and you know. Uh-huh. When is it mentioned? She, someone it? asked
5: when was the red heifer mentioned.
0: It's in it. It's in Leviticus. It was it. It was a. It was probably a miraculous type of thing. Yeah. Because even 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 this, the laws that we recorded now. I think. If you find a red, a red heifer, red cow, it can't have more than, I think it's like three different, three hairs that are a different color or something. So it has to be like completely like red, right? So it's very, it's very, it's like yeah, a miracle. Uh,
5: Wasn't there also something in the Talmud about how when Moshe made the, the first red heifer sacrifice that the waters from that lasted miraculously for a very long time
0: yeah i'm sure same with the oil, the oil the anointing oil i think so i think he asked if all five were unblemished and the thing is they they, they could they have to be they have to be sacrificed in a certain amount of time and they have to grow up and so as they grow up if if they become if they get some getting some other other color hair or something. I don't know. There's other, there's, so they brought all five of them just in case. And they were, tra- they were trying to breed them in Israel, but they, they were unsuccessful. But then here in Texas, it seems like they were more successful. So.
5: I just want to say I think that's a beautiful sign that Hashem wants you know, believers in Yeshua to unite with the Jewish people mm. in helping in this cause. And it it's a fulfillment of, you know, how, you know, Yeshua talked about it. And it's also in the in the Tanakh about how, you know, my house shall be a house of prayer for all nations, not for the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And so, working in partnership with with other, you know, people who believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I think it's I think it's really awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, to continue. Let's see. Ya'amod ben Abraham l'chuma.
6: This day Hashem your God commands you to perform these decrees and the statutes, and you shall observe and perform them with all your heart and with all your soul. You have distinguished Hashem today to be a God for you, and to walk in his ways and to observe his decrees, his commandments and his statutes, and to hearken to his voice. And Hashem has distinguished you today to be for him a treasured people, as he spoke to you and to observe all his commandments. And to make you supreme over all the nations that he made, for praise, for renown, and for splendor, and so that you will be a holy people to Hashem, your God, as he spoke. Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people, saying, observe the entire commandment that I command you this day. It shall be on the day that you cross the Jordan through the land that Hashem, your God, gives you. You shall set up great stones, and you shall coat them with plaster." You shall inscribe on them all the words of this Torah when you cross over so that you may enter the land that Hashem, your God, gives you, a land flowing with milk and honey. As Hashem, the God of your forefathers, spoke about you, it shall be that when you cross the Jordan, you shall erect these stones of which I command you today on Mount Ebal, and you shall coat them with plaster. There you shall build an altar for Hashem, your God, an, an altar of stones. You shall not raise iron upon them. Of whole stones shall you build the altar of Hashem, your God, and you shall bring upon it burnt offerings to a your God. You shall slaughter peace offerings and eat there, and you shall rejoice before Hashem, your God. You shall inscribe on the stones all the words of this Torah. Well clarified. Moses and the Kohanim, the Levites, spoke to all Israel, saying, Be attentive and hear, O Israel. This day you have become a people to Hashem, your God. You... You shall hearken to the voice of Hashem your God, and you shall perform all His commandments and His decrees which I command you today. Oh, got to take that off.
1: Any comments?
0: There's the thirst. This is the third reference of the land flowing with milk and honey. It's in this portion so far, I think.
1: Land is very important to do with everything. All right. Let's
0: continue. Ta'amud, um, ta'amud, ta'amud,
1: ta'amud,
0: ta'amud,
1: The one. Okay, stop there How is this commanded
7: on mount gerizim when you have crossed the jordan
0: right,
7: right. commanded the people commanded the people on that day saying these shall stand to bless the people on mount gerizim when you have crossed the jordan Simeon Levi Judah Issachar Joseph and ben- Benjamin these shall stand for the curse on mount Ebal, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebun, De- Dan, and Naphtali, the Levite shall speak up and say to every man of Israel in a loud voice, "Accursed is the man who will make a graven or molten image, an abomination of Hashem, a craftsman's hand, handiwork, and, and place it in secret. And the entire people shall speak up and say, Amen. Accursed is one who degrades his father or mother, and the entire, entire people shall say, Amen. Accursed is who moves the boundary of his fellow, and the entire people shall say, Amen. Accursed is one who causes a blind person to go astray on the road. And the entire people shall say, "Amen." Okay. Accursed is the one who perverts a judgment of a pros-
3: proselyte,
7: proselyte orphan or widow. And the entire people shall say, "Amen." Accursed is the one who lies with the wife of his father, or he will have uncovered the robe of his father. And the entire people shall say, "Amen." Accursed is the one who lies with an animal. And the entire people shall say. Amen. A curse is the one who lies with his sister. The daughter of his father. Or the daughter of his mother. And the entire people shall say. Amen. A curse is one who lives with his mother-in-law. And the entire people shall say. Amen. A curse is one who strikes his fellow stealthily. And the entire people shall say. Amen. A curse is... One who takes a bribe to kill a person of innocent blood. And the entire people shall say. Amen. Accursed is one who will not uphold the word of his of this Torah to perform them. And the entire people shall say. Amen. Amen. It shall be that if you hearken the, to the voice of Hashem. The God to observe. To perform all of his commandments. That I command you this day. Then Hashem, your God, will make you supreme over all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you hearken to the voice of Hashem, your God. Blessed shall you be in this
4: city, and blessed shall you be in the field.
0: He's almost done.
1: Really?
0: Nine. Nine. Are we on sixth portion or what? Where are we? <laughs> Fifth portion, I'm having her read. Uh, we, we, oh, she
1: was fourth. Oh, sorry, we skipped. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All
0: right. She finished it. Yeah, it's almost done. I
1: want to finish. Where were you?
4: Over oh, here, right here. Over here. Blessed. perfect. Yes. Okay.
7: Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your animals, the offspring of your cattle, and the flocks of your sheep and goats. Blessed shall be the fruit basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall be you when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. All
1: right, All right. next on
4: the I just wanted to say that um,
5: there are more there are more uh, curses than blessings um, in the Torah. Um, and also that here, and also that uh, Sephardic Jews, when they read this section, they read it very quickly and quietly, so that it can barely be heard. the 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 section about the curses.
1: Nothing i No, I'm Did you hear it here? No. Hebrew. Here's the Mexican.
3: Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people, saying, Observe the entire commandment that I command you this day. It shall be done on the day that you cross the Jordan to the land that Hashem, your God, gives you. You shall set up great stones, and you shall coat them with
1: plaster. Yeah, we did... We did fourth already. <laughs> I think you got the six, weren't you? Yeah, we'll go to six. Yeah. Uh-huh. Chapter t- t- Seven. We went all over the place. Oh. Yes. We're going to read six. Now. That starts at verse. Eight. Verse eight.
4: Seven. Hashem shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be struck down before you on
3: one road Will they go out toward you, and on seven roads will they flee before you? Hashem will command the blessing for you in your storehouses and your every undertaking, and he will bless you in the land that Hashem, your God, gives you. Hashem will confirm, confirm you for himself as holy people, as he swore to you. If you observe the compa- the commandments of Hashem, your God, and you and you go in His ways, then all the peoples of the earth will see that the name of Hashem is proclaimed over you, and they will revere you. Hashem shall give Hashem shall give you bountiful goodness and the fruit of your And the fruit of your animals and the fruit of your ground on the ground
4: that Hashem swore to your forefathers to give you. Hashem shall open for you his storehouses of goodness. The heavens, Hashem shall open, no, the heavens, Hashem,
3: no, the heavens to provide rain for your land. And
4: in its time, and to bless all your, all your, handiwork, you shall lend
3: to many nations, but you shall not borrow above, and you shall not
4: be below. You, if you hearken to the command above, and you shall not be below. No, if you hearken from the command
3: of Hashem of your God that I command you today to observe and to perform and you did not turn away from any of the words that I command you of this day right or left but to follow the gods of others to worship them them. Mm -hmm. but it will be that if you do not hearken the voice of Hashem your God to observe, to perform all of His commandments and all of His decrees that I command you today, and then all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Accursed will you be in the city, and accursed will you be in the field. Accursed if you if accursed will be your fruit fruit basket and your Kneading bowl, a curse will be the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground and the offspring spring of your cattle and the flocks of your sheep and goats. A curse will you be when you come in and miss, miss a trish, confusion and worry, and your, and your every undertaking, you will do. Until you are destroyed, and until you quickly perish, because of the evil of your deeds, for having for, for having forsaken you, Hashem will attach the plague to you until it consumes you from upon the ground which you are coming to possess. It Hashem will strike you with swelling lesions, 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 with fever, mm-hmm. burning heat, with thirst, and with sword. With wind blasts and with withering. And they will pursue you until you perish. Your heavens over your head will be copper. And the land beneath will be iron. Heaven, it will be, it will descend.
1: Your iron, Hashem.
3: Hashem will make the rain of your land dust and dirt from the heaven. it will descend upon you until you are destroyed. Hashem will... Cause you to be struck down before your enemies. On one road you will go out against them; but on seven roads you will flee before him, and you will be a cause to ter- of terror to all the kingdoms on earth. Your carcass will be
4: food for every bird of the sky and animal of the earth.
1: They're long one.
4: From where to where? <clears throat> Thank mm-hmm. Why does it say Chisavo? Kis, it says that different
1: way to say it. I yeah. can't find it. It's so about 69. It's so way down there. It's not marked yet. Yeah. So do. Well I mean you could stop and I'll call someone else. Where'd you stop?
4: I read the whole page. Oh wait, I read one of the whole pages I forgot, where the green mark is. I read from here all the way through this whole page.
0: Did you finish up here? No. Alright, finish that last. Carcass.
3: Your crocus will be food for every bird of the sky and animal of the earth.
4: And nothing will frighten them.
0: Okay. Are you following on online? Hopefully. So next is Ao Amod La Start at verse twenty seven. That's okay.
8: I had a comment about. Uh, I think it was Shiloh's portion. Okay. It reminded me of and all God's people said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're at the seventh uh, portion. Is that right? Yeah. Okay.
0: We're at, no, we're not there yet. We're on. We're finishing six. I split it up because it was long. So okay. we're going. Um, where? Chapter,
8: chapter 20. <clears throat> um. Well, six starts at verse 7 of 28. So start so, at verse 27 and finish Okay, it. Seven. <clears throat> so where it says the Lord will strike you with. OK, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Lord will strike you with the boils of Egypt with hemorrhoids with oozing sores and with dry lesions (coughs) from which you will be unable to be cured. The Lord will strike you with insanity, with blindness and bewilderment. You will grope at midday as blind men grope in the dark and you will be unsuccessful in your ways. You will only be oppressed and robbed all the days and no one will save you. You will betroth a woman, but another man will lie with her. You will build a house, but you will not live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but you will not redeem its fruits. Your ox will be slaughtered before your eyes, but you will not eat from it. Your donkey will be snatched right in front of you, and it will not return to you. Your flock will be given over to your enemies, and you will have no savior Your sons and daughters will be given over to another people and your eyes will see this and long for them all day long. But you will be powerless. A people unknown to you will eat up the fruit of your soil and the result of all your toils. You will be only wronged and crushed all the days. You will go insane from the vision before your eyes. That you will behold the lord will strike you on the knees and on the legs with a terrible skin eruption from which you will be unable to be cured it will eventually cover you from the sole of your foot to the top of your head the lord will lead you and your king from whom you will have established over you to a nation unknown to you or your fathers and there you will serve other deities made of wood and stone And you will become an object of astonishment, an example, and a topic of discussion among all the peoples to whom the Lord will lead you. You will take much seed out of the field, you will gather it in little, for the locusts will finish it. You will plant vineyards and work them, but you will will neither drink of their wine or gather the grapes, because the worms will devour them. You will have olive trees throughout all of all your boundaries, but you will not anoint with their oil because your olive trees will drop off. You will bear sons and daughters, but you will not have them because they will go into captivity. All your trees and all the fruit of your soil, the cicada will make destitute. The stranger who is among you will arise above you higher and higher while you descend lower and lower he will lend to you but you will not lend to him he will be at the head while you will be at the tail all these curses will befall you pursuing you and overtaking you to destroy you because you did not obey the lord your god to observe his commandments and statutes which he commanded you And they will be as a sign and a wonder upon you and your offspring forever because you did not serve the Lord your God with happiness and gladness in your heart when you had an abundance of everything. Therefore, you will serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. When you are in famine, thirst, destitution, lacking everything, he will place an iron yoke upon your neck until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring upon you a nation from afar, from the end of the earth, as an eagle swoops down, a nation whose language you will not understand, a brazen nation, which will not respect the elderly, nor show favor to the young. They will devour the fruit of your livestock and the fruit of your soil to destroy you. They will not leave over anything for you of the grain, wine, oil, offspring. Of your cattle or flocks of your sheep until they annihilate you they will besiege all your cities until your high and fortified walls in which you trust come down throughout your land and they will besiege you in all your cities throughout your land which the lord your god has given you and during the siege and the desperation which the enemies will bring upon you you will eat of the fruit of your womb the flesh and the sons flesh of your sons and daughters whom the Lord your God gave you. The most tender and delicate man among you will begrudge his own brother and the wife of his embrace and the rest of his children whom he will leave over. Of giving any one of them flesh of his children that he is eating because not a thing will remain in siege and in the desperation from which enemies will bring upon you in all your cities the most tender and delicate woman aw- among you who will not venture to set her foot upon the ground because of delicateness and tenderness will begrudge the husband of her embrace and her own son and daughter and the infants who emerge from between her legs and her own children whom she will bear, for she will eat them in secret, in destitution, in the seeds, and the desperation which your enemies will afflict on you and your cities. If you do not observe to fulfill the words of this Torah, which are written in the scroll, to fear this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God. For the Lord will bring upon you and your offspring uniquely horrible plagues, terrible and unyielding plagues, And evil and unyielding sickness. He will bring back upon you all the diseases of Egypt which you dreaded, and they will cling to you. Also the Lord will bring upon you every disease and plague which is not written in this Torah scroll to destroy you, and you will remain few in number, whereas you were once as numerous as the stars of the heavens because you did not obey the Lord your God. And it will be just as the Lord rejoiced over you to do good for you and to increase you, so will the Lord cause to rejoice over you to annihilate you and to destroy you. And you will be uprooted from the land which you enter there, enter therein to possess it. And the Lord will scatter you among all the nations from one end of the earth to the other. And there you will serve other deities unknown to you or your forefathers, deities of stone, wood and stone. And among those nations, you will not be calm, nor will your foot find rest. There the Lord will give you a trembling heart. Dashed hopes and a depressed soul, and your life will hang in suspense before you, and you will fear night and day, and will not believe in your life. In the morning, you will say, if only it were evening, in the evening, you'll say, if only it were morning, because the fear in your heart what you experience, and because of the sights that you will behold. And the Lord will bring you back to Egypt in ships through the way about which I had said to you, you will never see it again. And there you will seek to be sold to your enemies for slaves and handmaids. But there will be no buyer. These are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the children of Israel in the land of Moab besides the covenant which he made with them and for it.
0: Mm.
8: <clears throat> I got a thought on that real quick.
0: Yes, share your thoughts.
8: I know I've been talking for like half an hour here, but um, <laughs> you know, this is just an observation. Um, but there our life before um, my shidduch. eyes were open to Torah and then we started following Torah we encountered a lot of the similar stuff just because that's the way it was you know um we didn't know about watching not watching things that were bad on television so we watched those things and were corrupted by it and desensitized to it we didn't know about eating pork so we got sick If you know the amount of antibiotics that's used in in pork production, it's like 30% of the world's antibiotics goes to making pork so it doesn't kill you. We didn't know about healthy eating. We didn't know about uh, eating kosher. And because of it, we had all kinds of problems. Um, I did actually get skin lesions at one point because... I didn't know about the, the types of cleanliness rules that Judaism had. There's so many things that Hashem put into his law. If you don't know about him, well, you still many times you have falter. like for example, if your kids are you know not appropriately uh, making unions, making matches that, that's correct to have a kosher family before Hashem. And instead, they're going out dating and going to nightclubs and stuff like that. There's poison in it; it'll hurt mm-hmm. them, whether they mean well or not, whether regardless of whether they say they're Jewish or Christian or whatever, it'll hurt them. And these things that we follow in Torah, in a sense, uh, not to associate it anyways with witchcraft, but in a sense, is is almost magical. It's it's powerful. It's it literally, if you follow these mitzvahs, if you obey Hashem. Then the things that that beset Gentiles a lot because they don't know won't happen to you. It's literally and it, and it works. I don't know, I don't know another way to describe it, but it really works. Oh man, it, it works. So. Oh man, yeah. I
0: mean, just just doing just following Hashem's laws and also. Um, you're, you're there is an blessings innate blessings in them and and not following them there's curses in them not to say that you know so i mean there are bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people that but those are like i would i kind of feel like those are like like exceptions like they're not like the innate causes of whether you're following god's law torah or not you know those are like outside forces or other kind of things that happen um, I feel, you know, sometimes, you know, yeah, I mean you you you're upright and you move following all all of God's Torah and laws and something bad can happen, right? But it but Hashem only Hashem knows what you can handle. Hashem knows that you can um handle that whatever bad thing it is, you know. But it's not necessarily caused by you not following, but it's also um it's not one of these curses you know what i mean it's it's like it's it's like a separate thing because we live in this in this cursed world already you know but overall i think it's it's more it's obviously more beneficial to follow shem's laws than not than not to not do it because then you're like you're in this cursed world and then you're cursed even more you know that kind of thing that's the way i look at it well it's kind of
2: a yeah this no I cut it somebody off, somebody speaking,
0: yeah, she said she said it's very important to follow God's word.
2: Sorry about
1: that. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me I can i add something
2: Sure, go ahead. so um I mean everything Hashem does is for is for our benefit um. So even though they're called curses, uh, everything that he mentions uh, are either things that he perceives that if we continue down these paths, uh, and we have to put ourselves in this position. You know, a lot of times uh, I say, well, the Jews, you know, the Jews will go through this. So we we that are, you know, we that are, you know, in the Commonwealth of Israel, we need to say us, you know, mm-hmm. and this, this, applies to us if we think we know uh more than we do and and decide to go on our own way these curses are applicable to us mm-hmm. um but i think the the issue is Hashem is wanting us to return right so that we don't get to the to the very end curses if we're you know um you know, we're eating our children and you know these are one of those those verses where other religions will see see you know god's a bloodthirsty you know but it's all based in love it's all based in you know follow me or these things won't happen to you mm-hmm. these these are just voices that will happen based on how we're going to go slowly so he's not doing these things he's just he's just what, what it says um if you're righteous, he visits uh, you're a righteous for a thousand generations. And if you're not righteous, he, he visits, you know, which, what third, your choice is due to yeah, the third, third and fourth.
1: fourth. Yeah.
2: And so, um, you know, let's let's choose life. That's the message, you know. Choose mm-hmm. life. You'll have life. And if you don't, then this is what you're going to have, you know. But,
1: well, man. Hashem,
2: let him have mercy on where he has mercy. I mean the mercy triumph over judgment
0: it's it's also like kind of as a parent you, you you'll you'll tell your children you might give them this this super terrible punishment you know what I mean that you never intend on on giving out but you'll tell it to them so that deter them enough so that they won't do the thing that you don't want them to do you know what I'm saying and I think Hashem does that as well you know um, and also it's a collective thing and sometimes we forget like these curses are not like indiv- like individual, like each person. I mean, they affect everybody, and and it's and, and we are like a collection of of people, and so the curse is, are for for the whole nation, not just for like one individual. And the blessing is for the whole nation. So you could be the the bad guy in a group of all these good people, and be still be blessed, and and vice versa. You know what I mean? You can be the real, the one righteous person, and everyone's around you being wrong, and you're gonna be cursed along with them even though you're not you know no i mean there's exceptions obviously but overall you know you got to look at it in a different sometimes you have to look at it in a different way <clears throat> but um yeah mm-hmm. exactly he's a shame he's a sham. he but he but he does he's you know he is he's now and forever right he's he doesn't change his eye he doesn't change his mind you know not often it seems like he changes his mind more often when to to forgive us than the other way around. Right? Often he seems like he forgives more than he he uh, punishes. All right. Um one more uh, David. Ya David. David bin Last, the Last Aliyah, David.
1: You're there. Hello. Can you hear me?
0: Can you hear me? Hello. <clears throat> and if you're not there, or you might, you're not working. Yeah, I don't know. All right, I'll read it. I'll read it, if David. Okay. <clears throat> all right, we are on the last Aliyah, chapter 29, verse 1. And Moshe summoned all of Israel and said to them, You have seen everything that Hashem did before your eyes in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all his land, the great trials that, that your eyes beheld, those great signs and wonders, but Hashem did not give you a heart to know, or eyes to see, or ears to hear until this day. He led you for 40 years in the wilderness. Your garment did not wear out from, from on you, and your shoe did not wear out from your, on your foot. Bread you did not eat, and wine or intoxicant did you did not drink, so that you would know that I am Hashem your God. Then you arrived at this place, and Sihon, king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Bashan, went out toward us to battle, and we smote them. We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenite, the Gadite, and to half the tribe of of the Manassite. You shall observe the words of this covenant, and you shall perform them, so that you will succeed in all that you do. Amen. And then,
1: uh, Mama, you want to do the the haftarah, or you want me to read it? You want to do haftarah? is Connected to the Hoptero reading, isn't it? We said a
0: blessing before the Torah.
4: Ashem Bafar, been we in to ween,
9: but at Sabed Ibrahim, her name, Marim, Ha-bo-che-bat-Torah Uv Moshe-he-Yavdo'o Uv Yisrael
4: emet ve ha Kumi Uri
9: Hiva Oreth Uqvot Adonai Alaik Sarat he fell and they are like Vehanukhu boim le oreh,
4: u le Noga zarch.
9: Baruchatranai alohenu melech haolam, tadik becholadu ro. Aa el haneman I'll never say Amid a bedroom kayam shikodwara memadwat ted ne eman tahura leenu we ne manim jorha divar khad mirwara ah holo yashur kaam ne eman raqamana ta
5: arise shine for your light has arrived and the glory of hashem shines upon you for behold darkness may cover the earth and a thick cloud may cover the kingdoms but upon you hashem will shine and his glory will be seen upon you nations will walk by your light and kings by the brilliance of your shine lift up your eyes all around and see they are all assembling and coming to you Your sons will arrive from afar and your daughters will be raised at their side. Then you will see and be radiant. Your heart will be startled and broadened for the affluence of the West will be turned over to you and the wealth of nations will come to you. An abundance of camels will envelope you. Camel cults of Midian and Ephah, and all of them will come from Sheba. Gold and frankincense will they bear and the praises of Hashem will they proclaim. All the flocks of Kedar will be gathered unto you. The rams of Nebaioth will serve you They'll be brought up with favor upon my altar, and I'll glorify the house of my splendor. Who are these who fly like a cloud, like doves to their coat, coat windows? For the islands will place their hope in me. For the ships of Tarshish in earlier times, to bring your children from afar, their silver and gold with them. For the name of Hashem, your God, and for the Holy One of Israel. For he will have glorified you. Then the sons of foreigners will build your walls, and their kings will serve you. Though I struck you in my indignation, in my favor have I been compassionate to you. Your gates will be opened continuously day and night. They will not be closed for them to bring you the wealth of nations and their kings under escort. For the nation and kingdom that does not serve you will perish, and those nations will be utterly destroyed. The glory of the Lebanon forest will come to you, cypress Fir, and Box Tree together, to glorify the place of my sanctuary. And I will bring honor to the place of my feet. The sons of your oppressors will go to you submissively. And all who scorn you will prostrate themselves at the soles of your feet. They will call you city of Hashem, Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Instead of you, your being forsaken and despised without wayfarers, I will make you into an eternal pride, a joy for generation after generation. You will nurse from the milk of the nations and from the breast of kings will you nurse. Then you will realize that I, Hashem, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. In place of the copper, I will bring gold, and in place of the iron, I will bring silver. In place of the wood, copper, and in the place of the stones, iron, I I will designate you appointed officials for peace and your overlords for righteousness. No longer will violence be heard of in your land, nor plunder and calamity in your borders. You will call God's salvation your protective walls, and his praise to, to be your gateways. The sun will no longer be for you the light of day and brightness. And the, new, and the moon will not illuminate for you. Hashem will be an eternal light for you. And your God will be your splendor. Never again will your sun set. And your moon will not be withdrawn. For Hashem will be unto you an eternal light. And the days of your morning will be ended. Your people will all be righteous. They will inherit the land forever. A shoot of my planting, my handiwork, in which to glory. The smallest will increase a thousandfold and the youngest into a mighty nation. I am Hashem, and it's time I will hasten it.
1: Man. That was I see All right, so let us um let us finish up.
0: Let's turn and turn in our suddours here on uh, page seventy seven. Page seventy seven le David, Ero memcha, elahai, Hamele, Baravra, Hashim, Kale, Ecoyom avrake ahala shim kale ed. Do lad umhalo me od. Belig do la to enke dole do yasabak ma yagi do a darke bodho deha nivotea asika bezu snoratea yo meru. Udu Lataha as a prena Sehera tuhayabi u, the Sika, Yere ne nu, Hanun vera huma donai, said Tovadonai la covaraka mab a comasa, Yuduka Adonai coma seha, Kevod mahote ha yo yadaberu, Ugur <laughs> ata de adam gero Ugvod <laughs> ha da mahuto Mahukumahut Olamim Numem shateha beho dorvador So make adonai le kohano flim Bezo kef kefufim Ene coleleha, yasabe ruve atana tenahem et barbito, Pateake yadeha, Umazbi alaho caraton, Sadiq adanaibe, kodereha, Behasid be colma, asa, Korov adanaile, kokora, ah, the ho the Shavatam, Yishma, Yoshi, Em, Adonai, et Kohlava, Koshma, Tela Adonai, da Bepi, Vivarekobasa, Shemkothole, Lamva, and um, let us turn to page eighty five for the Mishabera. Um, may the one who blessed our fathers and our mothers, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah, may he bless the sick. And we'll say, Siva, Siva, Avraham, Mayim, ba
1: Sarah, Ksen, <coughs>
0: um, and any others oh they're, they're forgetting may the holy one overflow with compassion upon them to restore them to heal them to strengthen them to rejuvenate them may He send them a send them speedily a complete healing from heaven a healing of the soul and a healing of the body speedily without delay and let us all say amen and a prayer for our government our god and god of our ancestors accept with mercy our prayer for our land and its government Pour out your blessings on this land, on its president, judges, officers, and officials who work faithfully for the public good. Teach them from the laws of your Torah enlighten them with the rules of your justice so that peace, tranquility, happiness, and freedom will never depart from our land. God of all that lives, please bestow your spirit on all the inhabitants of our land and plant love, fellowship, peace, and friendship between the different communities and faiths that dwell here. Approot from their hearts all hate, animosity, jealousy, and strife in order to fulfill the longings of its people who aspire for its dignity and desire to see it as a light for all nations. And so may it be God's will that our land be a blessing for all who live on earth, and that fellowship and liberty will dwell between them. Establish soon the vision of your prophet. Nation will not raise sword against nation, and they will no longer learn war. And as it is said, for all of them will know me from the smallest to the greatest.